Got time for a quick story? 1988, I was a fourth grader at the old Arlington Heights Elementary School in Eau Claire. At the time, Tiffany was all over the radio. She'd had a couple number one hits by that point. I think we're alone now. Could have been. And I'm on the playground, and one of the third graders comes up to me and says, I'm related to Tiffany. This third grader's last name was Bins. Like, really? No, no, I'm totally related. I, I can prove it. Sure, all right. So eventually she produced an autograph from Tiffany Bins. Okay, I mean, when you're a fourth grader to a... To a degree, you're a little gullible, but at the same time, I'm thinking, come on, really? I just happen to be going to school with a close relative of one of the biggest stars in pop music who is totally able to to hand over an autograph that quickly? Sure. Fast forward 31 years, I actually get to talk to Tiffany, the real Tiffany. The last name never was Benz. And she... The Real Tiffany is on tour this year, part of the mixtape tour with New Kids on the Block, Debbie Gibson, Salt and Peppa, Naughty by Nature. However, Tiffany also recently released a new album called Pieces of Me. And if you're expecting the I Think We're Alone Now sound, uh-uh. something totally different. She's writing a lot of the material on this new music or on this new album. And she's getting recorded the music she wants recorded the way she wants it recorded. We'll talk about that in just a little bit in this interview with Tiffany. She's writing new music throughout the year. There's a studio on the on her tour bus. But also, she's reached back to the past for something looking forward to the future. There's a new version of I Think We're Alone Now. Both the song and the video, mid-April, premiered at Billboard.com. And it sounds a lot like, well, what you hear on the new album, Pieces of Me. So, well, let's ask Tiffany right now joining us. What was the the approach behind this new version? Was it taking that sound from Pieces of Me and incorporating it into the new version of I Think We're Alone Now? That's pretty much. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, we, had, we added some, uh, you know, harder guitars to I Think We're Alone Now. Rocked it out a bit because that's what I'm doing now. So it got, you know, yeah, I mean, I've been touring now for a couple of years and obviously moving into new music. I mean, that's what I do. I'm a songwriter now, and and it's been in my, you know, heart's desire to continue to grow as an artist and to kind of get to where I think that I need to be, which is more of a rock sound. It's still pop, but it's, you know, definitely got a little bit of an edge to it. But that's always been there with me, Um, you know. So I've always been kind of slowly telling my story that, that's been my vision, um, and now I'm living it. But definitely there would, came a time that I would do a show, a 90-minute show, and it would be like, okay, now the retro stuff, which is kind of sticking out like a sore thumb, but that's the reason why I'm here, and I'm not going to not do my hits because that's the reason I'm here. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you, know, you want to do your new music and make it all work. So really thinking about it, I thought, well, you know, why don't we go back? These are such great songs. Why don't I go back and re-record some of these songs and trick them out a little bit? Definitely don't mess with them to where people are going, oh, you messed up my favorite song. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just add a little bit of sassiness to them because that's what I'm doing now anyway. That's where I'm at. So that's kind of what we've done. And, and, you know, we were able to do the video, which was amazing. Um, We recorded the song, I think we're alone now, re-recorded at Conk Studios. 
in um, in England. So Ray Davies Studios from the Kinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was magical and wonderful. And then we went to the streets of L.A., because I'm an L.A. girl, and we recreated, like, a lot of different scenes, the Ventura, the mall, um, which has changed so much. I didn't <laughs> even know where I was really at. <laughs> I think I ended up at the spot that I really sang at. I really do. Nice. We hunted it down. Um, so you'll see that in the video. But um, I got to go to my high school, which was not in the original video. But, you know, it really was great just to kind of pound the, you know, pound the pavement a little bit, um, do an old school, walk in some of those places in L.A., being an L.A. girl, being home, and just kind of reminiscing about that. So we had a blast doing the video, and it's, gosh, it's like, I think, 400,000 views or something now in, in a week. Uh-huh. So it, it's on fire. Uh, please spread the mess, you know, the message, spread the word, everybody, um, and check it out yourself if you haven't seen it, because it's really a fun video. I had a blast doing it. It was great doing the A-B and checking out the original from 87, doing the back and forth on that. But on the, on the point of your songwriting now, what was kind of your genesis? You talked about the sound from Pieces of Me, and listening through some of those songs, I heard some echoes of the, the, the driving guitar from Beautiful in the remake and the video. So what was the genesis of Pieces of Me where you went, okay, I want to put together a collection of these songs. What were your influences going into that process? Well, the influences on the new album have been definitely like Blondie, um, a little bit of Stevie Nicks, of course, and Foo Fighters. You know, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan, um, you know, and then that's where you'll hear like a lot of the, the more band sound on the Pieces of Me record. Um, you know, obviously my producer, Mark Alberici, had a vision and we sat down and, um, you know, and he's made, been killing it, making it happen. I mean, it's, it's really nice to have somebody that I say... You know, I want to do rock music, and they go, okay. But I've had so many producers in the past go, okay. And then we get in the studio, and it sounds just like pop music. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and they dumb it down because it's me. Mm-hmm. And and then it ends up you know, being something I don't release because I'm like, well, that's not really what, you know, I had envisioned. Um, I can honestly say now people are like going, you know, okay, you want to do that? We'll do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thrilled because they're taking me at my word, and they're pushing me to be my best. And, you know, we're looking at what, what else, you know, how far else we can take it. You know, I mean, it has to be done appropriately and make sense. Um, but at the same time, I don't want these walls in a, as an artist with you can't because you're, you know, people won't understand. You just at some point have to start living your life and, and doing what you love. So I think I've kind of had those restraints put on me for a long time, and finally I got tired of them, and then I was looking for the right people to really, you know, push me. And now it's all happening. Uh, so that's kind of been the mindset of the album. And again, recording, recording the recording process, recording as a band, being on site um, and having, you know, going and doing a residency somewhere like um, Rockfields and Wells, where Bohemian Rhapsody was recorded. Lots of bands have been there. Um, and you stay the weekend. You're not rushing out to, get, you know, go mow your lawn or something like that, you know. So it's different when you're saturated in the music. I think a different sound does come out of it. And that's a very old-school way of doing things. It's, you know, what some of the, my favorite bands, that's how they record. They go rent someplace and they stay on the property. And, you know, they might be there months at a time. But, you know, I think you do get a different sound out of that. And I'm very pleased that that's represented on the record. What's your favorite song from the album? Oh, I have, it depends on the day, you know, um, because these are my stories. Uh, so, you know, I think probably 
my favorite song would be maybe, you know, Starting Over, which is a little more pop, but I like the sentiment of that song about starting over every day. Just You just never know. And you just do your best every day, and that's about the best you can do. Um, and we are just kind of starting over. Um, I think for for what really shows the album is probably King of Lies. Um, you know, it's it's more of the one of the harder rock sound sounding uh, you know singles or cuts on the album. And I think that it's really probably where I'm going to be going more in that direction. So stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> well, and and on that note, I understand what you have a on the on the tour. You got a built-in studio on the bus. Correct me if I'm wrong. I do, and we're doing something different. I'm very excited because, yes, we're promoting Pieces of Me. We've got the new single, Beautiful, out, so everyone check it out, DisneyTunes.com. Um, lots to talk about. Of course, retro, I think we're alone now, mixtape tour. But while I have all these wonderful people in my life, and I do have a studio at the back of the bus, we're going to be just doing new music, um, creating and writing. So every day for 30 minutes, and we'll figure out a time once I get my handle on my schedule. Um, the fans will be able to tune into the back of the bus and check out what we're doing for new music and be a part of it and see the writing process, the recording process, all of the process, which is, you know, kind of hit and miss some days. So there'll be lots to see, uh, but I'm, I'm very excited about that because I've never been that exposed, really. Um, but I am excited for the fans to be involved from the very get-go in the making of new music and there is a new album coming out at the end of the year. So, you know, this is, again, it's all about music, 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 music. I just want to show people what we're doing, and, and it, music makes people happy. So, you know, hopefully it'll be something that everybody can turn into, you know, every, daily and just kind of get their fill and, and, go, and go, okay, I can't wait for that song to, to really happen or, or see us thumped. I have no clue what's going to happen. <laughs> you, could, you know, it's going to be a little bit of reality TV back there, so... You know, again, stay tuned. What's gonna What's gonna happen through it? <laughs> so, when you do the tour, and when you're doing the mixtape tour in particular, how is your set going to come together? Is there going to be incorporation of your newer music, and is there a possibility there could be a song written on the tour that may make its way to the stage, perhaps? Well, we're keeping it retro on this one, so no new music. But um, you know, I will be popping up doing music all over um, with pieces of me. So, from meet and greets to you know, again, live from the back of the bus. Uh, so you'll get lots of my current sound and what I'm doing now. And, the, you know, the show, when you come to the mixtape tour, we're just going to be serving you some old school stuff. So you literally come with your dancing shoes on because you're not going to be sitting down. That's first of all. <laughs> and it'll just, we're hitting you hard with great songs of the 80s, 80s and 90s. I mean, the music stands on its own. Um, you know, we as performers are loving what we're doing. So we're going to be in your face, rocking out, having a good time, and just it really is one big party. And, um, you know, it's going to be a great, great show. There was a – back when I was in fourth grade, when your first singles were coming out, there was a, there was a classmate of mine who can, tried to convince me that, she, that you were one of her relatives and said, yeah, her last name is Tiffany Bins from Eau Claire. I'm like, no, that's not right. And now I can go back to her and say, ha, 30 years later I got to talk to her. So proof that, <laughs> proof that that person was just teasing with me on the playground. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you Going for on your the mixtape tour. Keep, your, keep up the good work with the new music as well. We'll keep on listening to it and good luck on the tour later on this year thank you so much so yeah you'll want to check out the mixtape tour where you can get tickets because tickets are are definitely going for this one 
all the acts involved, New Kids on the Block, Debbie Gibson, Salt and Peppa, Naughty by Nature, and Tiffany, June 11th, XL Energy Center over in St. Paul, June 12th, Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee for those that are listening from Wisconsin, Minnesota, that area. But the tour is going all across the country throughout the summer. And also, as Tiffany just said, there is new music coming later on this year. So look for that. It's always good to hear these artists continuing to put out new music, creating more their curricula vitae, if you will. Always like hearing that. Give Pieces of Me a listen. It, it, it's a good album. Good to hear her nowadays performing. Voice sounds good. The music behind her sounds good. Give it a listen. I'm Luke Anthony. On the Got Time for a Quick Story podcast, you can subscribe for free. Apple Podcasts app. You can also go to the Google Play Store if that's if you have an Android phone. Also go to Stitcher, TuneIn, all places you can listen. Thanks, as always, to Greatest Hits 98.1 in Eau Claire, my employer. They provide the studio, of course. And you can also listen to this interview at Greatest Hits 98.1. Dot com. Got time for a quick story? I'm Luke Anthony.